Bredam, 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 bredam. Um, welcome to the latest episode of Tones and Trade. If you're wondering about the noise in the back, that's just the river. Uh, I'm at the Deep Between Nature Reserve. I'm parking to Johannesburg, which is where I always record my podcast episodes. Um, and today, we're going to be simply speaking about the new release of GPT-4 Turbo. Um, and all the amazing and cool things to do. Um, utilities. Utilities being all the cool and insane ways you can use it. Um, as well as all the integrations all the integrations that have been implemented this isn't going to be another Twitter hype um, episode where I just speak about um, the new release and just kind of add more free advertising to OpenAI but I'll also be going through the pitfalls of the new stuff that they've brought um, and we're also gonna again touch on the next GPT, uh, where again some ultimate has mentioned a GPT seven, um, which is again also very insane because we are still on four. Yeah, we are still on GPT four. So we are yet to even understand what GPT-7 is, let alone what it can do. Uh, We'll jump right into it, the new release of GPT-4 Turbo. Uh, OpenAI upgraded its API capabilities for this new model that they released called GPT-4 Turbo. That allows you to use GPT-4 in the API, but as well as the interpreter, as well as Dolly, and these visual capabilities of GPT-4 Vision, uh, all at a fraction of a cost, which still blows my mind, by the way, because it's even cheaper than GPT-4 to run. Um, considering that it is better and it is also faster. I've implemented a small project already where I create a hand gesture and mouse control for my laptop um, all using the GPT for uh, API key with the new model. I've also uh, recently implemented the Dolly Three image generation directly into the Tasker app. If you use Android, you have the app Tasker. Um, then you understand how freaking cool that is. You understand how freaking cool that is. Um, to be able to do that again at a fraction of a cost rather than paying for ChatGPT, just having do it. And just doing it via the API and it is in fact insanely cheap by the way 
which still again blows the crap out of my mind on how the hell is it cheaper than GPT-4 and does so much more um, that question I guess I'll ask GPT itself that question I guess I'll ask GPT itself whenever I have the chance um, but today we're gonna get right into it I spent the whole of the day yesterday creating a digestive mouse with the assistance of the GPT-4 Turbo and it cost me a fraction of the cost fraction a fraction you have no freaking idea how little I have paid to gain access to this insane 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 uh, upgrade you can pay compared to the ChatGPT Plus uh, interface to use the new GPT-4 Turbo. They also released uh, GPTs um, which is getting a lot of hype right now which is uh, I wouldn't say as hyped as I think it was because people are already able to do this uh, it's just a very streamlined, easier way to do it, the GPTs. And you can buy it from other people. I think the most significant difference here is that you can get paid by OpenAI directly for creating a popular GPT. Um, what is a GPT? It is a hyper... Um, it is a hyper... narrowed down or fine-tuned AI that you can specify to have various applications that you can buy from people uh, you don't have to buy per se but like yeah you can buy <laughs> from people and on top of that OpenAI pays you to contribute to their to their GPT store that they're going to be launching soon and yeah um, with the release of GPT-4 Turbo, with the release of GPT-4 Turbo, you'll be able to use the vision model is also integrated into this GPT-4 Turbo, um, as well as a, a lot of other fun, uh, intricate functions such as the new Whisper model, as well as the text-to-speech integration that is flawless i've also integrated this into tasker um hopefully i study i create a youtube video showing people how to do these things um if i ever have the time <laughs> or follow through with it because you know me i've always said i'm gonna start a youtube channel and then it just ended in the air um for now i think the podcast is enough for until people obviously tell me that they need to learn how to do these things. So I haven't exactly seen a need yet, but we'll come across that when we come across that. Um, what else? Yeah, the text-to-speech voice model, and it is so cool. 
it is so cool it sounds so natural and it blows the hell out of 11 labs i'm sure 11 labs is gonna go bankrupt jeez 11 labs is gonna get bankrupt <laughs> i just realized sorry i just realized that 11 labs is gonna get bankrupt as a mofo because this is a, such a cheaper alternative it's, it's an insanely cheaper alternative because again they cut back the cost um i've never heard of a business releasing new things that cost less and work better than the old things um except for with open ai but i've been following them for about three years if not more so there's that <laughs> um as a proficient user of Dolly, who literally had to stay up in the middle of the night on a video call to gain access to this thing from one of their Instagram account runners. Um, I've been following the story for a long time and I am very happy to see all the progress that they've done in the development of their image generation. Um, you can also run this through the API key as well. Uh, this isn't going to affect Bing Chat as much as I think. As much I think, yeah, this isn't going to affect Bing Chat as much. This won't be affecting Bing Chat as much as they've already integrated um, GPT-4 into, into their browser capabilities. Um, uh, bringing more and more people over to Bing, uh, so much so that they've added a couple of billion more in, to invest in in uh, OpenAI. Uh, while Google went the other direction with Claude, um, I actually saw a Google ad for once. Um, coming back to this uh, thing that I said before that. Um, Google is losing a crap ton of money to this AI stuff. I've said this like four episodes down. Google's losing a crap ton. I've never seen a Google ad in my life. I've never seen a Google ad in my life until about a couple of days ago. Um, Google is losing a crap ton of money to this AI stuff. And the fact that OpenAI is advancing at such a pace... Um, it's actually advancing farther than the open source community uh, is capable of catching up to, which is really cool. Because at some point they were talking about how they they don't have a moat, but I doubt. <laughs> but I highly doubt. I think that's what pushed them to 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 release all this crazy stuff. Um, because I think the hype was dying down slowly. Um, anyways. With this new release, you can do a bunch of stuff through one single API key. And again, it, it, it costs a fraction. It costs a fraction. I'm sure I did over 80 calls to the API key yesterday and barely, 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 barely even scratched $10. Um, which is insanely cheap. Insanely, insanely, insanely cheap. I have yet to put the GPT API through its paces. Um, I'm yet to put that thing through its paces. Uh, as I was just touching on the useful uh, capabilities that it might have. 
um, I'm here to touch on the vision capabilities but I'm seeing a lot of people already posting a project about what GPT Turbo can see uh, I saw content creator showing everybody how it can tell the difference between a person and a phone break down the image to a very good capacity and um, eventually someone's gonna do it on a frame-by-frame -frame basis <laughs> yeah eventually someone's gonna do it by frame-by-frame -frame basis and I can't wait to see who does that um, others have used it to narrate uh, sports games and even video game commentation which is pretty dope which is pretty dope um, So far, it's the fun applications that I've seen with the vision model. I'm sure people will be able to do more. As uh, on Dev Day, they've displayed so many uh, capabilities for their AIs and AI assistant. I really advise people use to use the AI assistant feature instead. The playground um, environment of the Open AI website instead of getting a GPT or Subscribe to GPT-4, GPT, yeah, GPT-4. Because you can have a lot more control um, whilst keeping the costs very, very much reduced um, over the operations of your, your AI and what you need it to do. Bringing me to topic number two, utility cases. Uh, we live in a time where people can just take a screenshot of a website, send it to GPT for turbo and then the gpt4 turbo will spit out the entire website <laughs> and its functionality with the front and back back end uh, integrations for you to use and launch whenever and even launch the website actually um and even launch the website actually there's even integrations to directly into um microsoft vision studio that I'm yet to touch on. Oh, I'm a little bit afraid uh, because now that's a direct integration, right? Um, but I'm not afraid for the reasons that people would expect. It's like now there's no now there's no barriers to what digitally this thing will be capable of doing, which is very questionable again in, in terms of people's jobs and likelihoods it's still uh, very much incapable this is the caveat that i like to speak about with certain things like certain languages um but i'm guessing that's gonna get taken care of in gpt7 but with certain things and certain languages it is still very incapable uh, still very very incapable um if objects are cut out from the frame it gets a bit confused and there are still hallucinations there are less but they are still hallucinations in um, the outputs which is also pretty cool um, still shows the slow pace that the the entire space is still growing um, that the entire space is still growing and they they're also having a bit of a difficult time um, splicing up, how can I say, splicing up the data, the synthetic data that it has created that has been launched to the internet 
and actual human created content uh, they also stated that they'll be protecting um, all of their creators from copyright um, from copyright law enforcement um, for free <laughs> if they ever get a copyright ban or copyright case against them which is which is a big W this is a big W for people who use uh, GPT for content creation uh, copywriting sending emails and such um, big big W um, which again brings me around back to the fact that X dropped their own AI already to only their premium plus subscribers and that just kind of flew under the rug that flew under the rug so quickly that flew under the rug so quickly because of this open AI dev day thing Ah, oh, barely even scratched the surface barely even made trending news on the app itself where it's going to be functioning ah uh, madness madness anyways anyways yeah um what else what else what else what else and yeah croc barely made news on the very app it's going to be working on which is a very big deal because croc takes a lot of money to make um and finally release to the world it's like an unfiltered it's not really unfiltered but it's an uncensored um ai by x that's owned by Musk. um and again i'm gonna come back to now google um, as all of this ai development has more or less left them in the dark the dark ages of internet revolutions uh in that Again, because I'm going to reiterate on the points that I gave on my previous episodes. Because Google is such a huge company, it moves very slow to innovation. Compared to the young open AI that is doing it naturally, according to its scale. Um, and using the very tech they're developing to advance themselves as well. You can actually tell this um, from the way that they operate um, whereas Google is still moving at a sales as a snail's pace, um, despite all of its insane achievements so far in the AI space, um, hopefully Gemini changes things moving forward and their integration into Google Search directly. Um, they've even released uh, their own image generating AI, which is okay yeah it's it's okay (laughs) it's okay like for google this is why i say this for google it's it's okay which is which is kind of oof because this is google it's not like we're talking about a new ai startup that that got a couple of billion you know what i mean um to operate and create what whatever they're creating this is google you know with a google budget (laughs) 
um it's like netflix making a very uh, horrible quality movie on a netflix budget it's kind of just insane to think about but it's the reality of it so far because if it had been this great thing we would have seen obviously a lot more hype um we've had a lot more capabilities we've also seen a lot more hype even with their releases to their new google pixel phone and all of its ai advancements there still hasn't been hype around that at all as far as i could see they are running ads even now they are still running ads <laughs> to sell google pixel um, and to push knowledge on this AI, all their ai features on the google pixel phone um, which again i think is pretty crazy watching google the huge google that i grew up to know running ads for itself <laughs> um for people to use it um, because again people have moved on from google to i don't want to say legitimate search engines but less less pay to view search engines such as tiktok and um and bing surprisingly <laughs> and big surprisingly and also open and also ChatGPT, because now it's no longer a, an information era it's more like an information transformation era a data era let me say and we are still heavily moving towards a future where data is going to be the most valuable commodity you will ever come across more valuable than gold um even more so actually hence i'm going to be again investing a little bit more into cloud services data protection um uh data protection stocks of companies that do data protection and as well as uh data advancement technologies google is still big google um and all of this ai stuff and the amount of money they've been losing is going to push them to really underrail in a big way and this is just the start the ads are just the start of what i'm seeing to be um a future where google releases insane um software uh, that would naturally wouldn't come to the public uh, and stay in its vaults of uh, do not release to public <laughs> attention uh, vault but the amount of progress being made and their pace is not matching um which is going to pressure a lot of investments and, and investment holders to rethink their stance on google again and then google's gonna panic <laughs> and then google's gonna panic and then release all of this crazy ass ish because it's google <laughs> uh, i don't know if that's gonna help at all because of the natural pace of advancement that OpenAI has set in the space specifically I don't know if that's going to help at all um, but I'm hoping it will uh, because I look forward to whatever insane and cool things that Google releases to the public mm. Uh, OpenAI also released a GPT-3 that was trained um, on about 10 billion parameters 
and new GPT-3. Um, I didn't know GPT-3 could even get new, but apparently it can. So a new GPT-3 with a lot more parameters. Um, able to generate natural language a bit more efficiently, create more um, feasible content that is close to human interaction. Mm, it's still not AGI, obviously, even though, even though OpenAI has pushed for this whole uh, AGI narrative entirely, even changing their website description and focus to say that it's more or less built to be uh, AGI focused in the next couple of years even right down to stating that they could have AGI in, in the next 18 months if not 8 months so which is insane which is insane and I think that would be the response to like Gemini and any other open source advancement. I want to see the open source space booming big time because they're using um, um, okay closed source technology to upgrade and create open source technology as well as other open source technologies. Um, I know Maestro 7B is doing insanely well even beating let's say ChatGPT in March and GPT-3 in March GPT Turbo which is insanely cool and quick uh, seeing that this only came about recently and they took and it took a while to trade ChatGPT in March um, it took a long while to trade ChatGPT and these open source communities are uh, popping out these large language models at a very fast rate with advancements um, with advancements to them that would otherwise only usually be on privately closed companies that are creating these language models such as OpenAI or Google and Facebook haven't seen Facebook movements much um, they've been heavily pushing the XR space which is getting really cool because uh, their quest is cheap is cheaper than their previous one as well um, making it a lot more accessible to other XR creators um, and developers for those of you who don't know what XR is it is a blanket term for visual, um, uh, VR, virtual reality developers. It's a blanket term for VR developers, yeah. Making it more accessible to, to VR developers. Um, developers going as far as to create uh, super hot the game, the video game, the VR video game, uh, to be integrated in real life. And the Cosine Splatter. Uh, upgrades allowing things to get 3d scanned in a more accurate way uh, more efficiently uh, whilst eating a lot less energy doing so which is again still very 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 insane to think of 
that this technology even exists at all. Um, what else, what else, what else? I feel like I'm missing something, I'm not. I'm not, oh yeah, GPT-7. GPT-7. Uh, Sam Altman with the, with the Freudian slips that we love so much that even at Dev Day he states that next year uh, this the stuff that they're releasing now which is GPT-4 Turbo as insane and cool as it is will dwarf in comparison to the things that they're working on now Where, which will make you think like what the hell are they working on that could make what we're already using now seem insignificant right mm. which brings me around to a very cool idea that i have if you still listen to my podcast i know i have like three viewers maximum <laughs> and i'm probably talking to myself but it doesn't really matter if you listen to my podcast i i'm all for innovation i've told everybody that I'm all about the new world order because I'm really not going to fight this AI thing. <laughs> uh, this is in Terminator. We don't go back in time and fix this. If this was the case, we would have seen a, a John Connor of sorts uh, already at this point. <laughs> but apparently, it all goes the way it needs to in the future. So, there's no John Connor coming to save anybody. Um... What am I thinking? What am I thinking? Oh, GPT. GPT-4, GPT-7. Um, having people privately test GPT-7, which is still not AGI, but, but super, super close. <laughs> but super, super close. Um, which I can't wait for the day because as soon as that happens, which is going to be soon, and I've been telling everybody it's going to be soon, I always say that we are always about 10 years or 30 years ahead in technology. If not 50, then the, then, then the public will ever acknowledge. Because all the rich and wealthy elite get to sit in the highest level of innovation. Privately, obviously. Privately. Mm. And then still tell the public that we are years, years, years ahead, years behind creating these things when we actually aren't. <laughs> we, like at this point, I already think that we've hit AGI. It's just that Altman can't say that <laughs> to the public because that would that would be insane. <laughs> uh, that would be insane. It would mean we have an AI right now at present that can do any digital action and maybe even physical because there have been integrations to robots or GPT-4 and stuff. Um, maybe even physical. That we can do without fail and easily. <laughs> and at a fraction of the cost. Whilst it is there. Again, raising concerns about job security. Um, as this new innovation that has been brought up. I like to speak about the caveats. I'm not all about the sunshiny goodness. Um, whilst this new innovation come out that it has simultaneously slaughtered a bunch of startups that were based around this technology. Um, again, bringing me to the idea that 
learn these things now learn all of these things now <laughs> use all of these things now before you before all of these things make you so irrelevant that you're not worth keeping in the next coming age <laughs> learn all of these things now <laughs> learn it now use them now because they are going to be so relevant in everything that you do use and and and, and experience going forward in the future uh, and they're going to open doors to so many new jobs and to so many new opportunities but only if you can see them as an opportunity understand um what else what else what else what else which is why i'm i'm going to iterate on this thing of the new release slaughtering a bunch of startups because they had not built the their startup around the notion that they won't need people well or as much of the labor force or the much of the digital skills that they need now companies now have to think in the terms of will my company even still be alive and relevant <laughs> in the next not even 10 years let's say let's say by next year june will it even be up <laughs> and this is companies that collect somewhere in the billions from investors that have been completely wiped out 11 labs was was had collected a couple of million millions can you imagine and just to have this new function that costs literally so much less than theirs <laughs> uh, that works even as efficiently to blow them completely out of the water so i'm advising businesses if there are any business owners right now to every time you you build a new idea it needs to sustain above the fifth and sixth and seventh industrial revolution that is coming your business needs to be moving in the direction where it understands what the world is going to be like in the next 30 years and can adapt frequently yes and businesses that can adapt to these changes are insanely insanely amazing businesses insanely insanely amazing businesses in fact um insanely amazing businesses in fact because they allow themselves to adapt these innovations rather than let them um destroy themselves and the business um because because again there's a lot of uh developers and business career uh businessmen entrepreneurs who are riding this ai wave but in a way that is just trying to devour money from people and not actually add to the space or grow um in the way of advancing their customers and their audience to the world that is coming hence they fail so quickly every time there's a new ai release <laughs> because these businesses that are built around ai especially the huge ones you can tell that they are for people to be used by people in the way of people in the way they want to create it is written into the way these integrations are made it is, into, it is written into the way these integrations are easy to use um, even to the courses that they can release teaching you how to use it for specific use cases such as your business and your these businesses are trying to grow you <laughs> I'll specifically open AI. I don't know about the rest um, because 
I don't think I've seen a company so far again who, who releases a new product that is better than a previous product but also simultaneously cheaper to run and use <laughs> um, and easy to understand and utilize <laughs> in today's age um, I think this is my stop though for now thank you for riding my tangent train this is uh, till the next one